kidaya bali kaya da kasan kata ida rambandi bandi kedele de ibindili dire medera kaya masan kata ida likede ibandili rabasu kutu ini ibindili dira da da ya imandila dia kada ya ibasin kitili de de ibindili rabasu kutu di ibadila dia ibadaya da kada in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Um good evening guys. Okay, let's let's mute our audios. If you can hear me, kindly give me a notice. Kindly say hello if you can hear me. Kindly say hello if you can hear me. Okay, that's great. Uh, let's let's pray. Father Lord, we are grateful for tonight. We are grateful for your your word which has come to us. We thank you that Lord, your word is producing tremendous fruits in our life. In Jesus' name, Amen. Uh, if if you heard me say amen, please respond. Okay, respond on the pitch. Yeah, so that I know you are following. Okay, so, uh, wow. We thank Jesus. I think yesterday we did, uh, we we did our seventh lesson, right? We had our seventh lesson, our seventh teaching session. So we are going to continue today. And um, if you've not, if you don't have the notes from the previous sessions, I think you should get them. They are very important. We did quite, uh, we went deep into something yesterday. Yeah. Um, anyway, we thank Jesus for this opportunity to be here once again. So we have been dealing with spiritual intelligence okay we've been dealing with spiritual intelligence in fact we started with um two kinds of wisdom and then yesterday i taught the two roots of wisdom and it's yesterday that i told you to put it as the topic spiritual intelligence and it's going to be a um, a broad topic i'll do today's session and then I'll go on a break from this topic because when we want to, it's it's it is it is so much, and the Lord has instructed me to teach on certain things. So if I want to finish this topic, I don't know when I'll do that, and I have to do it. I don't want to delay. Do you understand? So I don't know if I gave you any definition for spiritual intelligence. Did I do that? Can you? Can someone give me a response? Did I give you any definition? For spiritual intelligence so i just told you to write it today did i give you the definition okay so when we look at spiritual intelligence we are talking about the skilled use of spiritual possibilities and assets that that's the simple thing i'll say about it okay we are looking at we being able to skillfully use our the spiritual possibilities that uh, are available to us 
and the assets that are available to us. Okay, we know that there's a lot that God has invested into us as his children. And um, a lot of people are not making use of the things God has invested in, in us. Okay, and in dealing with this issue of spiritual intelligence, um, when we talk about intelligence, there are three things that we need to carefully consider. We will need to carefully consider the issue of um, knowledge and wisdom, understanding, okay, which actually have a lot of connections or they, they strongly bond. They have a great relation with each other, okay? Now, you should understand that spiritual intelligence is an eternal quality, okay, of the divine mind. Anyone who has the mind of God should be spiritually intelligent because that is the mind of God. So it's, it's a quality of the divine mind. But the fact that you have the divine mind of God doesn't mean you are making use of it. Do you understand? So even though the Bible makes us understand in the book of First Corinthians chapter 2 that we have the mind of Christ, it doesn't mean when you are functioning, you function by the mind of Christ. A lot of you have the mind of Christ that you are functioning by the mind of another thing altogether you are functioning by the mind of another thing altogether okay so it is important to know that it is an eternal quality it is a quality it's an eternal quality of what of the divine mind okay it is an eternal quality of the divine mind and another thing i'll say about spiritual intelligence is that it is a product of spiritual maturity and uh, growth in the spirit okay it is also a product of spiritual maturity or growth in the spirit okay by this what do i mean i'm talking about the fact that as you mature in the things of the spirit one thing that is going to happen is that we also grow intelligently we we understand the possibilities that we are made available to and we know how to relegate or appropriate these things okay so when we are talking about spiritual intelligence we can look at someone is being prudent in spiritual matters prudent in spiritual matters how let's let's look um, at the dictionary meaning of the word prudence okay so that you have a clear understanding into what i'm saying okay so let's look at the word prudent. Uh, okay, so when we talk about prudence, oh, where, where is the word? Sorry. Okay, prudence is the ability to govern or discipline oneself by, by use of reason. Okay, so by use of reason, by use of intellect or um, any reason maybe your spiritual intellect or your mental intellect that, that is uh, your thinking the the normal thinking of the mind okay we are we are we are able to govern we are able to discipline okay another thing we look at is sagacity sagacity or shrewdness in the management of affairs so you are being sagacious okay with spiritual issues when we talk about spiritual um when we talk about spiritual intelligence, okay, you can also look at uh, having good skills, okay, skill and good judgment in the use of resources.
process. So when we say spiritual intelligence, and I said it is being prudent spiritually or being spiritually prudent, we are saying that we have the skill and good judgment. Okay, we have skill and good judgment in the use of resources. And here we are talking about the resources that are made available to us by uh, virtue of we being having the mind of Christ. Okay. Okay, by virtue of we having the mind of Christ. Sorry, sorry for the break. I uh, had to respond to someone. Okay, so uh, let's look at Proverbs chapter 24, verse 3. Okay, says that through wisdom is a house built, and by understanding is it established. Okay, through wisdom is a house built. And by understanding is it established. And yesterday we came to a conclusion that um, these two things are based on bodies of knowledge. Okay, it's based on bodies of information. It's based on knowledge. Okay, so by wisdom we can build a house. By understanding it is established. When we talk about establishment, we are talking about taking roots or strengthening. Okay. We are um, looking at the fact that it is it is uh, what what word should I use? Okay, let's use a dictionary word to understand established. Okay, so that you get the concept clearly. So if you have a dictionary, yes, all of you should get dictionaries on your phone. Okay, it is important. It is important. So after the class, you make sure you get a dictionary. The fact that you are conversant with the word does not mean you know the word. You understand? Okay, so when we talk about established, we are saying that, that the thing is successful for a long period of time or widely known, okay? And we can also look at the fact that it is accepted and recognized or followed by many people. We can also look at um, the fact that it is growing and flourishing, okay? So we are looking at a certain stability. We are looking at a certain stability. Now, until you uh, you can uh, until you understand something, you don't know it. You understand until you have understanding in something, you 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 don't know it. You don't know it. You you have to know the technology by which something works. That is when it is established. That is when it is established. So you may have the wisdom to do something because wisdom, uh, uh wisdom, wisdom, is such that. You can receive wisdom by instruction, okay? So I can instruct you, do this, do that. You have the wisdom to do a certain thing, but you may not have understanding. Yes, you may not have understanding. I told you wisdom is just the know what and know how, okay? So I know how to do this thing. I know what to do when this happens, but do you know the technicalities behind that thing you are doing? Until you can tell the technicalities behind it, you don't know, you don't know. You understand? That's why when you go to class, uh, you can you can answer certain questions. Okay, you can answer certain questions. But when they tell you explain, you, you see you you be confused. You knew the wisdom in the way to do it, but now you don't understand the the process that this had to pass through. You you just knew what to do. You knew how to do it, but now I explain it. You can't explain it. You understand? So. 
we should god uh, we, we we should know that we are not just looking at having wisdom into an issue but there is a need for us to have the adequate understanding so the bible also tells us that it is the lord by wisdom founded the earth and by understanding he established the heavens you understand by wisdom he founded the earth and by understanding he established the heavens when we look at the heavens we should know that it is the administrative system of god the administration of god god administrates things from the heavens okay and it says that the heavens takes dominion or it's fruitful or it's flourishing or it's successful because of the understanding that the lord um, um the, the the lord has okay so let's um that's just by the way we are we are looking at wisdom we are still looking at wisdom though okay so when we look at the issue of wisdom there are two important words that represent wisdom okay we've dealt with kind um two kinds of wisdom and we said the wisdom of god and the wisdom of the world okay and we've dealt with um, knowledge also and we looked at um, various places that various forms in which wisdom is going to come from okay we look we looked at the fact that um the various forms of knowledge and we saw that okay so from this knowledge we are going to have this type of wisdom from this knowledge we are going to have this type of wisdom okay now we are looking at wisdom in another perspective where we have two interesting ways we have sophia and we have phronesis okay so write them down sophia is s-o-p-h-i-e okay s-o-p-h-i-e and phronesis is p-h-r-o-n-e-s-i-s okay n-e-s-i-s so when uh lord jesus christ wisdom is very important it's 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 just too important that's why the bible is saying all you're getting get wisdom okay in all you're getting get wisdom and in all you're getting get understanding okay so it's 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 really important now i want you to know something Anytime anyone is going to display faith and he does it without wisdom, it, it is destructive. There is something you must know and understand to take that step of faith. Don't think faith is taking a blind leap. You understand? Faith is not taking a blind leap. The reason why you can take faith is because of what God has said. That's why the Bible says faith comes by the way. You understand so it is not blind as most people think it is not blind as most people think okay so uh let, let's really take note of that it's important to our living as believers please excuse me um Eto, take tissue for me okay first okay so oh lord jesus so i i made mention of sophia and for lessons now this class is going to be short okay this class is going to be short we'll do something little i told you we'll continue with the topic later but i have to deal with certain things okay now when we look at sophia and pronounces the difference is that sophia is personified okay and for 
is practical wisdom or philosophy. Okay, so when we look at Frodesius, okay, we are saying um, Sophia, Sophia, sorry, when we look at Sophia, we are looking at wisdom personified. Personified, that means the person of wisdom. I told you a lot of things that we see in the world, okay, a lot of spiritual realities can be personified, okay, so uh, you, 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 you can encounter faith, you can encounter love. Okay, you can encounter wisdom. You you can meet that person of wisdom. You can meet that person of love. You can meet all, all those things in, in the realm of the spirit. Do you understand? So when we say Sophia, we are talking about the wisdom, the person of wisdom, or wisdom personified. Okay. And when we look at Frenesis, we are looking at uh practical wisdom, philosophy. You understand. Practical wisdom or philosophy. That is what the general notion behind these uh, two, uh, these two types of wisdom. Okay. Now, um, a lot of people think we are not supposed to debate or engage in philosophy and stuff like that. And the basis of their argument is. Uh, it looks true on the outside, but it is false. Okay, it looks true on the outside, but it, it is false. Now, a lot of people who will speak about this will quote a scripture, uh, like, okay, before I get there, before I get there, I told you that um, Sophia is wisdom personified. Okay. Now, I think there's a need for us to understand how wisdom is personified and who really is the person of wisdom, okay? So, when you check First Corinthians, someone should put it on the page, First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 24. 1 Corinthians 1 24. Can we put it on the page fast, fast, fast? 1 Corinthians 1 24. Please, let's be fast. Oh, is there not anyone doing that for me? Okay, it says that, but to those who, listen, when I ask for a verse, someone should just put it there. Don't wait for anyone. Okay. So it says, but to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. Okay, it says Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Can we have KJV? Can we have KJV? Anytime you see where we say posted, someone post and I just post a different version for us, okay? So that we have understanding. If you have NLT or something, you just post it, okay? So that we can make reference to the different uh, versions. So please fast, okay? Please fast. I don't know why you have a lot of people listening and all of you decide not to uh, do what is asked. Okay, so it says, KJV says that, but unto them which are called, both Jews and Greek, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. Okay, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. And NLT says that, um, but to those called by God to salvation, both Jews and Gentiles, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. So we can understand something. When God wants to engage power. He is engaging Jesus. 
you understand where god wants to engage power what makes god god is jesus somehow says blasphemy but <laughs> this issue where, where we go into the deity of jesus and want to go delve deep into the trinity and understand how the godhead uh how, how sorry not the godhead how the triune nature of god is and how god functions you realize this thing is very deep that christ indeed is the way that has been from the beginning you understand amp also says christ is the power of god and the wisdom of god thank you very much okay so we can understand that if we are saying sophia is wisdom personified when we talk about sophia we are looking at jesus christ okay in, in the same we see the same thing in first corinthians chapter 1 verse 30 it says but of ye are him I, I but of him are ye in christ jesus who of god is made unto us wisdom okay so christ jesus is made unto us wisdom first of all he's the wisdom of god and secondly he's made unto us wisdom you don't understand he's the wisdom of god and he's made unto us wisdom so some things you can deduce from this i think it's important you write this down is that until a man encounters jesus christ okay in fact first thing you should know the wisdom of god is embodied in christ okay the wisdom of god is embodied in christ if we want to understand the whole counsel of god if we want to understand the workings of god if we want to understand the nature the wisdom of god what we are saying is that find christ so the wisdom of god is embodied in christ that means if any man can have christ he can have the wisdom of god so second thing that the second proposition we can make from this is that until listen carefully until a man encounters christ he cannot function in the wisdom of god remember we have been dealing with two kinds of wisdom and we explain how the wisdom of the world differs from the wisdom of god and one thing that was established is that the wisdom of god can only be communicated to us by the spirit of christ or the spirit of god the bible makes us understand that we have the mind of christ and this was because in the earlier verses of first Corinthians chapter uh chapter two we see that the spirit of god knows the deep things of god and that same spirit of god lives in us okay so that spirit of god has become one with our spirits okay that same spirit of god has become one with our spirit that spirit of god lives in us and has given us access to the deep things or the deep mysteries or the wisdom which is of god okay so until a man encounters christ he cannot function in the wisdom of god until a man encounters christ he cannot function in the wisdom of god no matter how enlightened a person can be if the person doesn't know christ the person cannot cannot function in the wisdom of god you understand you may teach the person certain virtues and the person is going to do certain things but the person cannot function in that wisdom of god and the person won't have the understanding which is of the spirit of god okay now the next thing is that any wisdom that cannot be traced to christ is not the wisdom of god any wisdom that cannot be traced to christ is not the wisdom of god 
it is not the wisdom of God. That is why you. This is how you get to know that uh, when Elisha commanded bears to 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 devour the children, he commanded two bears to devour forty-two children. It wasn't the wisdom of God. Why? Because when it came to Christ, Christ is going to say something interesting. He says that you do not know the spirit that you are of. Says you, you do not know the spirit that you are of. When when the disciples wanted to call down fire and do certain things. They, they were looking at Elijah as a role model. They were looking at him as a role model. But that wisdom, it, we couldn't trace it to Christ because when it came to Christ, Christ said something else. Christ said something else. You understand? When you find people like David talking about uh, always praying, uh god she destroys enemies and all those things you come to see that wasn't the wisdom of god it wasn't the wisdom of god he was speaking there are certain things you see around you realize no this wasn't the wisdom of god why because it cannot be traced to christ when christ came he says what love your enemies and pray for day that persecute you love your enemies and pray for day that persecute you so when we're discussing the wisdom of this world, we said it is first of all what? It is it, it, it is essential. We said it's self-seeking. So when when you begin to pray those prayers, you know that you are you are you have you when you begin to pray prayers that you are looking at yourself and not the general plan of God, you know that you've not subscribed to the wisdom of God because that wisdom is not traced to Christ. Okay, that this is how we know that any time someone is preaching to you and he's telling you things that point to yourself it is not the wisdom of god because when jesus christ came he never did things that pointed to himself he says my father worketh, so i work he says i've come to do the will of my father he says i do not do anything which i have not seen my father do you understand so you realize that his focus was not himself what did christ come to do he came to die for us that is the wisdom of God that Christ could die for us. And he in first John will tell us that we also ought to lay down our life for the brethren. So if you have someone who is making you think that just uh, uh treat anyone anyhow or protect um not protect yourself, you see, like uh this this mentality is that oh uh it's it's about you, it's about you, it's about you. You should know that there's a big problem somewhere. That is not the wisdom of God. Okay. So I said, Sophia, we must trace every wisdom to the wisdom of Christ. Whatever you do as a Christian, for it to be able to function in the wisdom of God. Since we've said the wisdom of God is Sophia and it is Christ personified, it is wisdom personified. And we know that when we talk about wisdom personified, we are looking at Christ then then uh, okay you know something let's go to the book of proverbs proverbs chapter one okay so i think one thing is firmly established every wisdom should be traced to christ if i didn't see christ doing this thing i shouldn't do it if i saw christ doing this thing i should do it that is a pattern of wisdom that is the wisdom we subscribe to christ is the wisdom we have 
when you read Proverbs chapter 1, we see something very interesting. This is, in Proverbs chapter 1, we come and see that wisdom is personified here. Okay, so we are looking at Sophia. Sophia. Uh, you can call it Sophia. <laughs> okay, where is my Proverbs? Okay, Proverbs chapter 1. So, uh, Proverbs chapter 1 is very interesting. You know, the, the Bible is deep. It's, it's just too deep. But you... We are not coming to look at deep things. <laughs> uh, we are not coming to be excavating deep, deep things right now. Okay, now let's look at the book of Solomon, chapter 1. The proverb of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. Okay, and it says, uh, please, can, can you guys hear me? If you, if you are following, can you say hello? Say that I know you are following. Okay, you are following. I've seen people typing. I know you are following. Thank you. I thought my network had cut. Okay, so I said Proverbs chapter 1. It says the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. 2, verse 2. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give subtlety to the simple or prudence to the simple to the young man knowledge and discretion a wise man will hear and will increase learning and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels to understand a proverb and the interpretation the words of the wise and the dark sayings the fear of the lord is the beginning of waste of knowledge but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Now, I want someone to post um, the whole chapter on the page, NIV. Okay, someone should just send the whole chapter onto the page, NIV. Please, let's be fast. Is Ishira here? I'm talking about Lady Ishira. Ishira, the lady. Okay, she's not around. Sure. Okay. Let's read from here. It says, the Proverbs of Solomon, son of David, king of Israel. Verse 2. For gaining wisdom and instruction, for understanding words of uh, for understanding words of insight, for receiving instruction in prudent behavior, doing what is right and just and fair, for giving sorry, for giving prudence to those who are simple and uh, normally, the Bible uses the word simple for foolish, okay? Normally, normally, either foolish or naive, either foolish or naive, okay? So, verse 5, let the wise listen and add to their learning, and let the descendant get guidance for understanding proverbs and parables and says, okay? So, let them get guidance. Understanding proverbs and parables and sayings and riddles of the wise. Okay. And the first thing he's going to say. So he was given an introduction and he says that this uh, this is the purpose of the proverbs of Solomon. Okay. And the first thing he says here is verse 7. So this is actually the first proverb we can look at. Okay. He says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge but fools despise wisdom and instruction 
that's interesting but this is not my emphasis okay now when we come to verse 8 we realize that uh wisdom is going to speak okay wisdom is speaking wisdom is speaking and uh verse 20 we can't see what wisdom is saying say that out in the open wisdom um, out in the open wisdom calls out aloud okay so now we see wisdom as a person wisdom personified so yeah so wisdom calls aloud she raises her voice in the public square on the top of the wall she cries out at the city gate she makes her speech how long will you who are simple love your simple ways how long will mockers delight in mockery and fools hate knowledge repent at my rebuke then i'll pour out my thoughts into you okay so we are saying that this sophia here this person of wisdom can pour into us of himself in the same way that if i encounter love in the realm of the spirit i can receive love i told you that when you meet love uh, there, there's going to be definitely going to be a transaction there's definitely going to be a contract there's a burden that you will catch there's a, an emphasis that that spirit will place on your life whatever is the emphasis of that spirit when you encounter it you that emphasis is placed on you okay so he says that he will pour his thoughts in you and he will make known to you my teachings i will make known to you my teachings remember wisdom is speaking okay he says but since you refuse to listen when i call and no one pays attention when i stretch out my hand since you disregard all my advice and do not accept my rebuke i in turn will laugh when disaster strikes at you and he says that i will mock when calamity overtakes you when calamity over uh, when calamity overtakes you like a storm when disaster sweeps over you like a whirlwind when distress and trouble overwhelm you then they will call to me but i will not answer they will look for me but i will I, but will not find me since they hated knowledge and did not choose to fear the lord okay since they hated knowledge and did not choose to fear the lord since they would not accept my advice and and spend my rebuke they will eat of the fruit of their always and be filled with the fruit of their schemes for the waywardness of the simple will kill them and the complacency of fools will destroy them but whoever listens to me will live in safety and be at ease without fear of harm amen so we see wisdom personified that person of wisdom giving a speech here and tell you that ah, since you decided not to follow my ways not to listen to me this is what will happen to you you understand by you not following my ways by you not following my need but i think one of the most important things here that we can identify is the fact that he says wisdom wisdom is crying out and wisdom says that i will pour my thoughts into you and i'll make known to you my teachings you understand i'll pour my thoughts into you this if you study this carefully, you know that it's speaking of Jesus. Jesus was speaking by his spirit. You understand? Jesus was speaking by his spirit. I will pour my thoughts into you and I'll make known to you my teachings. But when you refuse to listen and when you call, okay, 
when you refuse to listen when I call, Edward pays attention when I stretch out my arm of salvation. Or when I stretch out my hand. That's what is there, but it's the arm of salvation. It says that since you disregard my advice and you will not accept my rebuke, I intend will laugh when disaster strikes. You understand? This is uh, this is a picture of where the Lord says in the book of Psalms that the Lord will have them in derision. Yes, the Lord will have them in derision. There is a time coming that God will look at you and God will have to laugh. You will laugh. You, you, when you refuse his advice, when you refuse his wisdom, when you refuse his ways, when you refuse his Christ, who is our Sophia, who is wisdom personified. Do you understand? So it is important to know that Christ indeed is the wisdom. Now, when we look at the issue of Phronesis. Uh, I, I think it's everyone clear on Sophia. Is everyone clear on Sophia? Can you give me responses? Can you give me responses? Someone was saying, she, who is that? Um, is that James? James, yeah, you are saying she. Yes, she because it is the spirit of Christ. You understand? Okay, so okay, let's continue. Oh, Lord Jesus, Phronesis. Okay, so when we look at Phronesis, I said we are looking at philosophy, we are looking at practical wisdom. Okay, now this is where a lot of people um, find issue okay and when it comes to issues like you know using apologetics or let's say philosophy in general to uh discuss the things of god using philosophy in general to discuss the things of god Using philosophy in general to discuss the things of god uh, people think there is a flaw in it and they will quote that um, they'll quote from Paul when he says that his speech and his preaching were not with enticing words of man's wisdom or not with uh, uh, good words, seductive words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and power. So there are a lot of people who really do not uh, follow philosophy and all those things. I told you guys something that as watchmen and as believers of this end time you are very involved okay you should be very understanding and involved in uh, whatever is going on you should be up to date it is a requirement it is needed okay there is a need for you to have knowledge in philosophy there's a need for you to have knowledge in science there's a need for you to have knowledge in history uh in politics governance and all those things okay when we begin to remove those things we become dumb christians or learned people okay we 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 end up uh we, we end up sort of truncating the limits to which uh the spirit can work certain things in us now I'm not saying that Holy Spirit can't do what he wants to do, but 
Remember, God told Moses, what is in your hand? There is a need that God will work through the place of authority you have. You are, you are, you are, after you have authority in certain spheres of life, and God is going to work in those spheres. James, you can ask your question on the page, okay? God is going to work in those spheres, okay? So it's important for us to take note of it. That's why someone like Paul, Paul was used for a lot because Paul was learned. He was discipled by Gamaliel, one of the best teachers, one of the best teachers or one of the best uh, uh, teachers of the law. Do you understand? He was learned. He was educated. And you find Paul, Paul, Paul doing philosophy, Paul doing uh, history, Paul doing a lot of things. Okay. So, so let's let's continue. Okay, James, I'll get to you. Okay, now it is important. Okay, so I've established already that it's important for us to be well versed in uh, and knowledgeable in all of the, these areas. Okay, the phronesis is not of the devil. Philosophy is not of the devil. Now, with this scripture, what you must take note of is what he said. He says, entitled words of man's wisdom. You understand? Philosophy or whatever is not the devil's wisdom. It is wisdom and God can use it to his advantage. The devil can use it to his advantage. You understand? Just like how we looked at Revelation, Ginosko, we looked at Edo, awareness. The devil can use that, your awareness to his advantage. Okay, your ability of being aware of something, he can use it to his advantage. We looked at gnosis, scientific knowledge. We looked at epignosis. All those things can be used to the advantage of whoever takes advantage of them. Okay, so when we look at the issue of uh, practical wisdom or philosophy, don't think that it makes you wealthy when you are able to be wise on certain things or take certain steps. Now, what will make uh, wisdom worldly is that it pertains to self, it pertains to flesh, and it does not come out of the life of God. You understand? The thing that makes a certain wisdom or a certain knowledge of God is for the fact that it is backed by the life of god is backed by a throne is backed by the throne of god is backed by the life of god you understand so paul's argument here is that enticing words of what wisdom of man's wisdom of man's wisdom you understand these enticing words he's talking about are of man's wisdom we see the same paul who in acts chapter 19 verse 8 and uh to nine after he had in Acts chapter 19, he met certain people. I think they were about 12 or so or 8. And then he baptized them in the Holy Ghost. He, 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 he laid hands on them, baptized them in the Holy Ghost after he had baptized them with the baptism of Christ. Okay. And so after baptizing them in the Holy Ghost, what, we, what do we come to see? He began to disciple people. He was um, making debates in the temple and all that. Okay. And verse 8 says that, and he went into the synagogue and spake boldly for the space of three months, disputed and persuaded, disputed and persuaded. 
Do you understand? He was persuading them. He was disputing them. The things concerning the kingdom of God. The things concerning the kingdom of God. So, when we uh, someone will give the argument that maybe apologetics like this, and uh, apologetics, and I used to think this way. We are thinking, ah, they, they are not demonstrating the power of God. Uh, we are not seeing healing. They just come and talk, 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 talk. And that is not the way that uh, God wants you to preach the gospel and all that stuff. Please, please. He said the 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 enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the of the spirit and power. The demonstration that means with the evidence of the spirit and power. Okay, and what is the evidence of the spirit and power? It's a uh, lot of people will say miracles and all those things but uh what i can tell you is acts chapter 1 verse 8 it says that ye shall receive power after that the holy ghost has come upon you and ye shall be what witnesses okay so everything that encompasses the totality of being a witness of christ so it is not necessarily that the person did miracle or miracle so i've realized anytime we are going on evangelism of missions we say um, the spirit of power we are thinking of being able to do word of knowledge no we are looking at the fact that whatever wisdom is coming to you is backed by the spirit of god we have the evidence of the witness or the witness of god in that issue and then it has the power to transform life even as it has the power to make uh, to to enable us to witness that christ do you understand so the word of God which came to the people was something that transformed the people. It wasn't just to lure them into um, a religious sect, okay, or lure them into a certain culture. So he says here, he was speaking boldly for a space of three months, disputed and persuaded. Persuading means to convince, he was convincing them, disputed, arguments and all that. He was not, it wasn't about miracles. It wasn't that he was doing miracles. He was disputing. That is why it is important to engage phronesis, practical wisdom, philosophy, apologetics, all those things. He was disputing. And he says, verse 9, but when divers were hardened and believed not, but speak evil of, of that way before the multitude, he departed from them and separated and, and separated the disciples, disputed daily in the school of one Tyrannus. Now, the word used there, diverse were hardened, is some, okay? So it says some of them were hardened and some of them did not believe. And they spoke evil of that way, okay? Or of the way of the kingdom, okay? Before the multitude and departed. Not all of them, some of them were hardened. In the same way, even though Paul Jesus did so many miracles, many of them, many, many more of them were still hardened. Paul and the apostles did many miracles, and still people were hardened even the more. In the same way, he did his disputing and everything. Some people were hardened, they didn't believe, but there were people who he could separate unto himself to be disciples. They didn't come to the kingdom, or they it wasn't because they were following miracles and all those things. They were the gospel just because 
we could see miracles but there was a power to transform them even by the evidence of the spirit of god by the witness of the spirit of god okay so i, I think we should look at acts chapter 17. uh we have about nine minutes to go so i have to wrap it up acts, let's look at Acts chapter 17 verse 7 downwards so let's post it Please let's 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 look at it first. So she posted it. Now James' question is that it, uh, pro, uh, wisdom is stemmed as a sheep, and is it because it's the spirit of Jesus? Now when we talk about the Holy Spirit, first of all, uh, it is a neuter word. Okay, when we use the term Holy Spirit, it's neuter. Okay, it is neuter. Now, the reason why wisdom is termed as a she is because of the fruit or the ability, the capacity of wisdom to give birth, okay? The capacity of wisdom to give birth. So, it is termed as a she in that context, okay? Uh, please excuse me for a minute. Okay. Okay. So... James, please, do you understand? You, you realize that it speaks about wisdom's children and all those things, okay? So, uh, wisdom in that context is playing a motherly figure, okay? It's playing a motherly figure. Okay, now, Acts 7, and uh, we are going down. It says that, uh, Acts 17, 7, going down. Um, where are we? Lord Jesus, Paolo Gosai. Okay, and Jason has welcomed. Uh, that's not well. Okay, let me read from verse eight. When they heard this, the crowd and the city officials were thrown into turmoil. They made Jason and the others. No, this is not I am looking for. This is not what I'm. Ah, I said seventeen. Oh, oh, I said 7A. Uh-huh. Sorry. It's supposed to be 17. Okay. So I'm reading from verse 16 now. It says, while Paul was waiting for them in eight things, he was distressed to see that the city was full of idols. So he reasoned in a synagogue with both Jews and God-fearing Greeks. He didn't go and do power so. No. He didn't go and heal someone. He says he reasoned. He reasoned. This is where we are putting this phronesis into action we are putting the phronesis into action practical wisdom we are looking at reasoning we are looking at philosophy okay we are we are we are we are, um, we are expounding on ideologies we are sort of um and the, the word is not coming the word is not, i'm looking for a certain word I'm, I'm thinking of a certain word we are sort of scrutinizing ideologies okay so he says he reasoned with them the jews and god bearing Greeks, as well as in the marketplace day by day with those who happened to be there a group of epicurean and stoic philosophers began to debate with him you guys know who the epicurean and stoic philosophers are okay and they began to debate with him some of them asked 
what is this babbler trying to say others remark he seems to be advocated foreign gods they said this they said this because paul was preaching the good news about jesus and the resurrection then they took him and brought him to the meeting of Areopagus, where they said to him may we know okay may we know what this new teaching is that what this new teaching is that you are presenting you are bringing some strange ideas into our ears and we would like to know what they mean okay so right now he was we are dealing with the phronesis he was engaging the phronesis okay philosophy practical wisdom he was able to debate and everything but then we are seeing that it is to the advantage of the kingdom of god why because what is happening here is finding its root in the life of god as i've already established okay it's finding its root in the life of god so with whatever you know when i you engage in science with me whatever way you do it i'll make sure that you come and see how science points you back to jesus i'll make you see how jesus is the god of science and how science is the method of god revealing himself you understand if we come to philosophy when we come to all life philosophies that's why i love ravi zakaras so much okay uh, even though that scandal happened and everything i think he has been one of the best philosophers um, the world has ever seen and when he speaks about life and points you to christ he may not need to quote uh do a miracle but the people that he turned to christ those people doing the miracles will never be able to turn some of them to christ great imams big princes in arabia and all those things and he said it because he he's he thinks he can reason he can reason you understand he reasons so yes they brought him to the Areopagus and asked him for what are you presenting let's read uh so paul stood up in the meeting of arab i've jumped to 22 and said people of ethics and then he he talked a lot talked a lot talked a lot talked a lot okay so we see that this wasn't about he doing certain uh miracles or something but he was able to engage phronesis he was able to make uh that wisdom practical he wasn't looking at the person of wisdom that we encounter or anything but he was looking at the fact that in god he could practicalize wisdom and speak to the people from an intellectual basis the body of christ acts like intellectuals are devils which is wrong there is a need for you to be christian and intellectual you should be able to think into this and you should be able to examine the faith you believe in you should be able to examine it in the same way as we contend faith we should be able to examine it so someone doesn't just say anything and then you just accept it like that you should be able to think logically also i thought i told you that faith is not against logic it's not against logic you understand it is not necessarily against logic because god is a god of that logic god is a god of logic you understand so paul was going to engage them on a level of science maybe history the human philo uh, philosophies in general philosophies and all that and 
by the life of God working in him and the wisdom of God working in him, he realized that he was able to engage them and bring those people to Christ. That is why it's very important for you to, to, to listen to apologetics. Don't say, oh, but this money, talk, 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 they don't do any miracles. They don't do this, they don't do that. No. Learn, be be led, be led, be an intellectual. Think intellectually. Think intellectually. A lot of times we leave people in blind faith. When I started, I told you that faith is not blind. Faith is not blind. You understand? Faith is not blind. Faith is not blind. You should if it it's it is very important that we have intellectual Christians because uh there are some people that if you are not it, you can never reach them no matter what once you are not in that status or that position or that's yeah that status with them oh you, you can't engage them you can't engage them you understand so as we see paul making good use of the knowledge that he had acquired from everything happening in this world okay uh everything around him history and all those things and he used it to the glory of god we should be able to engage such wisdom we should be able to engage such wisdom okay we should be able to engage such wisdom i pray that uh today whatever you are learning in your academic spheres by the spirit of god you'll be able to engage it to use it to the glory of god you'll be able to engage it and use it to the glory of God. You'll be able to engage it and use it to the glory of God. Like how Paul will stand and debate and make so logical arguments. Logical arguments, make certain arguments that you saw that no, this is undeniable. I was speaking about the fact that Sorry. Yeah, so I was speaking about the fact that I I was with an atheist and I was speaking to the atheist and he 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 he, he you know a lot of atheists see Christians as dumb people and we end up proving it to them. Because when we engage someone like that, like sound like the stoic philosophers and those people uh, and and people who are highly intellectual when we engage them we'll tell them oh you only have to believe you only have to believe you only have to believe you should be able to approach people on so many bases now christ said something he says blessed is the one who has not seen but believes but he didn't say there are people who uh, no one if you see and you believe it it's, it, it's not workable do you understand he didn't say if you see before you believe it's not workable who has believed but has not seen okay so there is a plus to people not uh see it but they believed but then not everyone can be reached in that way that is the need for apologetics now apologetics okay let me put this thing or philosophy or all those things uh all those methods that we use in defending the gospel and communicating the gospel it is not to prove a point to ourselves okay you the believer you are following god by faith 
but then you will need to present certain proofs to the world you understand you need to present even jesus presented proofs to the world even jesus presented proofs to the world you understand so there's a need for us to present proofs to the world because there are many people that will never accept jesus christ they'll never come to 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 believe jesus christ if we are not able to uh, submit these logical arguments and these proofs you understand the bible talks about jesus who says he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs Many, he showed himself. He didn't say I've, that uh, I've died. So you should just believe that I've died. Do you think the disciples just went out and uh, started with the first people? Oh, Jesus is risen, but he led to heaven so that you see him, but you just believe he is risen. No, he says he showed himself with many infallible proofs, proofs that could not be disputed. And that is what we must do. When you meet the Muslim, don't tell the Muslim, just believe, just believe. Some of them, it went by just believe. You have to show them that this, 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 and it will take you to make certain uh, strategic and constructive arguments. It will take you to make certain, it, it, it will take you making certain constructive arguments. So if you are a Christian, you go to a, a somebody, you are going to evangelize, and say, just believe. Oh, what is this? Oh, oh, oh. What's happening? Lord Jesus, sorry, eh? the boys in the hall, I think their head is aching. Their head is aching them, or they are, they are high or something at the moment. It's, it's usual. So sorry. So, wh- where was I? The person has even, yeah, the person has taken me out of this thing. I don't know where I am, poor again. <laughs> so, so Jesus should give many infallible proofs, okay? many 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 infallible proofs many many infallible proofs and he expects that we too will be able to practicalize wisdom and engage wisdom in whatever we are going to do okay we'll practicalize wisdom and engage wisdom in whatever we are going to do when we meet the muslim we should be able to engage wisdom and we should be able to engage our philosophy intellectualism and all this thing and this will come by you studying you understand this will come by you studying so when we read the book of proverbs he talks about on how you must let this wisdom you must seek knowledge he says fools despise knowledge okay it's the fools who despise knowledge it's the fools who despise knowledge now when we started, we use Proverbs chapter 20, verse 3, it says that you is God, the house building, and understanding, it is established. It is only when you have understanding in something, okay, that you can communicate it. That This is one thing you should note. When you have understanding to something, you can communicate it. Anything you cannot communicate, you don't have understanding to it. So, if we come and I tell you, teach me on the topic of faith, and you cannot communicate it to me, you don't understand it. You don't understand it. You think you understand, but you don't you don't you understand so (laughs) that's interesting so in our understanding we are able to communicate the truth of god's word to the world you not just say oh i know i just know i just have the wisdom about this thing 
but you must understand that it will be established. You understand? So a lot of people just have the wisdom of the things of God. They know what and know how because it has been given to them. Someone has instructed them on this. Oh, this is how we do this. This is how we do this. This is why. This is why. But they don't have understanding to it. Why? Because they've not studied to have the knowledge in that thing. They've not studied. They've not studied. They've not studied. They've not sought understanding from the Spirit. When you stand in front of that unbeliever, you will not be able to say anything. You will not be able to say anything. You will not be able to say anything. You have not built yourself holistically. When you are in the field of medicine, medicine must prove that Jesus is real. When you are in the field of geography, geography must prove that Jesus Christ is real. Okay, so let's engage this wisdom of God. Let's engage this wisdom of God. Let's practicalize it. Let's engage this phronesis to the glory of God that all men will see God. I hope you, you all understand it clearly. If, 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 if you understand what we discussed tonight clearly, you can say yes on the page so that we continue with tonight. Okay, that's great. So we, we, we want to pray. We are telling God that God, even as we have encountered your Sophia, even as you have con- you encountered the person of wisdom, which is Christ, and even as you continue to pour your wisdom into us, oh Lord, help us to practicalize it, help us to engage it to your glory, help us to make constructive and logical deductions, oh God, of this your wisdom, is that in whatever sphere we find ourselves, we will dominate. If you have a doctor, who can engage the wisdom of God, he will dominate in that sphere. If you have philosophers like Ravi Zakaras who were able to appropriate, who were able to relegate and engage the, the wisdom of God in a certain area, he realized that they begin to dominate those places. We are praying that God teaches, oh Lord, that you make this your wisdom practical indeed. We'll practicalize it, we'll function in your practical wisdom that in every place we find our ourselves in everything we find ourselves in will be able to engage this wisdom this philosophy in the name of jesus We thank you for reigniting fires and haggis in our hearts that will cause us to steady and build holistically to the glory of your name. We thank you that we will seek wisdom, we will seek knowledge, we will seek understanding in all things and in all spheres of life. Even as we do this by your spirit, and even as we do this in the life which emanates from you, O oh God. I pray for these ones, including myself, O oh God, that we'll continue to grow in wisdom and stature. 
be it in the political sphere, be it in issues of governance, be it in history, be it in uh, whatever thing it is, oh God, that when we stand before the world, when we stand before the hidden Lord, we will be able to communicate your full counsel, we'll be able to make the right arguments, oh God, and to prove that indeed you are alive and indeed you are the one the world is looking for. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So God richly bless you. Uh, please don't forget to be have an assignment. I think I'll take it tomorrow. The assignment of Balaam. We're doing a character study on Balaam. So I think I'll take it tomorrow. We have so So, um, I think James, James, please take us through James Ayesu. Okay, James Ayesu, please take us through Souls O'Clock. Okay, and if you can edit the voice notes, okay, you can edit the recording. Sorry, you can edit the recording. James, please unmute yourself and take over. Okay, Souls O'Clock. God bless you all. And you have an excellent night. Good evening, I believe you are. I guess, I hope I'm